<laughs> and that is just a sample of what I've been doing all afternoon. This is an advice podcast. It's not good advice, but it is free. Hello and welcome. This is Not Good, Just Free, an advice podcast where a couple of friends in their early 20s try to cure the world's ills in 30 minutes. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Gabriel. Here we are. Hey, Gabe, do you have a fact for us? Well, I hate to keep bringing our podcast back to Scandinavia, but no, wait, did we talk about how Finland isn't really like the rest of Scandinavia? I know this, but no, we haven't talked about it. I think it's a good thing to discuss. Well, uh... Finland is in a completely different language family than the rest of Europe and Scandinavia as well. Scandinavia, uh, they speak Germanic languages, mm-hmm. whereas Finland is in the same language family as the uh, rest of Northeastern Europe, like Latvia and Estonia and Russia. So it's a Slavic language? Um, yes, is I think so. Something like that. Point is... It barely counts as a Scandinavian country. Yeah. Also, Finns are weird. Yeah. They're all flat and floppy. No, no, not not those Finns. They cause you to swim through the water. <laughs> I've known a couple of Finnish people, and, like, they're really nice when you first meet them. And then once you get, like, past a level of familiarity, they're crazy. In a very... Uh, not a concerning way, but just crazier than you would expect. I don't know, Alyssa. You're painting with some pretty broad strokes there, which are really only suitable for backgrounds and skies. Both of which Finland has. Well, you've got me there. (laughs) Hey, do you want to hear who our sponsor is this week? Sure. Okay. This week's podcast is brought to you by the water you drink when you wake up in the middle of the night, the thirstiest you've ever been in your life. It's the best gosh darn water you'll ever taste. Guaranteed. I disagree. Really? Yeah. If, if, if I've gotten up in the middle of the night to drink water, then the water will have been sitting in the pipes. So it starts getting that, that pipe flavor, that sort of slightly metallic flavor. Huh. Well, every time I've been half conscious and guzzling water like my life depends on it, it's been extremely tasty. Mm, no. Well, we're going to lose that sponsor. Gabe just slammed them. Well, if it makes you feel better, we don't have any real sponsors anyway. No, that doesn't make me feel better. Gabe, this is kind of a special episode. It is a special episode. Do you want to tell the people why this is a special episode? A very special episode of Not Good, Just Free? This is a very special episode. We keep getting a lot of email questions from a guy named David. And since... We hardly ever record episodes, it seems. (laughs) We don't have that many fresh questions, but we do have a lot of questions from David. If you've heard the name David in any of our other podcasts, it was was this David. Uh, Apparently, he needs a lot of help. And usually, usually... Usually. 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 We try to limit the number of David questions we put in a single podcast, but not today, partially because they're they're just so darn many. Also because we are scraping the bottom of the barrel, folks. We are running low. Which is not your fault. No, it's ours. Yes. That's on us. So, so here we go. David, this one's for you. This is, this is the David special. 
So, what's our first question? Well, the first thing that David would like to know, he says, Life keeps giving me lemons, and I've tried to make lemonade, but life hasn't given me water, sugar, or ice. What should I do with this pulpy mess of, quote, lemonade? It's a fair question. My first instinct would be to sell it to fitness people. Sell it to fitness people. Huh. They enjoy they enjoy their uh, their bad tasting fruit things. <laughs> what other bad tasting fruit things do fitness people enjoy? Healthy smoothies. Mm. Grapefruit. Things with kale in them. I'd say grapefruit is probably the biggest offender in my book. Grapefruit is nasty. Durians. What the heck? What Durians. Is, what what is that? It is a fruit that is said to be very good for you, mm. but it smells like death. Gross! Yes, but if you're a fitness person, then I would assume you, you would want to go for those have durians. something that's good for you. Yeah, but you hope that it would be good for you and yummy too. Well, sure, but not if you're a fitness person. <laughs> that's the key. That's the key here, David. You can corner the fitness people market <laughs> by selling them juice that is both all natural with no artificial flavors or preservatives. Responsibly sourced. Responsibly sourced because from life, life itself. Because life has given them to you. Uh, and sell it to them because it tastes bad. And that's what they're looking for. And if you work really hard, you can probably spin an angle with some like antioxidants or like something about how the citric acid is going to be real good for their digestion uh there's nothing better for your lactic acid than a little citric acid they cancel each other out exactly if it was a citric base then you you because acids and bases yes because chemistry yes they they cancel each other out they cancel each other out so maybe you could invent something called citric basic Basic citrus. Well, that would be an entirely different process, though. No, I mean, you would like, have to take the invent lemons. Invent a concept. You'd have to take the lemons that life gave you and turn them inside out. What I'm suggesting is that he lies and says that there's well, yes. something called basic citrus that will cancel out lactic acid. And you could say, oh, it's basic citrus because it's just straight lemons. But if you did want to get actual citric base, you would need to create an inverse lemon. An anti-lemon. An inverse lemon. An inverse lemon. Yes. An so, anti-lemon is different. If an anti-lemon comes into contact, contact with, with a lemon, lemon, then they destroy each other. They destroy each other. Each other. Yes. That's what I was thinking. So what's an inverse lemon? An inverse lemon? Well, first of all, it's purple. <laughs> and what is it shaped like? Well, it's it's still shaped like a lemon, but somehow the other way. So it's round on the outsides and pointy in the middle? Yes. <laughs> so it looks like an hourglass. It's like connected by two little nubs and there's round parts. Maybe. Maybe. We've yet to invent the inverse lemon. All I know is when you hold it, you feel like you're holding it upside down, even though it isn't. <laughs> so your options, David, as we see them are sell it to fitness people and... Or invent the inverse lemon, access it from wherever Gabe found his, mm. the land of your origin, perhaps. And I will say, I will say, 
Don't let the media fool you into thinking that the inverse of a lemon is a melon. Oh. Because that's absolutely not the case. That is not the case, yeah. The the news media will try to tell you yeah. that the inverse melon... Oh, the inverse lemon is a melon. But you have heard it here, a reputable source. The inverse lemon is purple. And you always feel like you're holding it wrong. And that will give you basic citrus. Here's another question from David. Okay. Facebook has found out that I will watch construction videos almost every time I scroll past them. At the rate Facebook is giving me what I want, I will do nothing but watch construction videos on Facebook continuously within the month. How can I break the cycle? Well, I'm not really sure because guess what I did today? <laughs> did you watch videos on Facebook all day? Yep, Popeye. Popeye? Popeye, they keep giving me old Popeye cartoons. Popeye the Sailor Man. Popeye the Sailor Man. Toot toot. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Uh. Olive oil. <laughs> Olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> He's fit to the finish because he eats his spinach. He's Popeye the Sailor Man. Toot toot. My favorite part is when he sort of mumbles like this. <laughs> and then he goes back to talking like this. <laughs> Uh, what's the baby's name? Uh, baby's name is Sweet Pea. Oh. That's S W E E apostrophe P E A. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my new co host, Popeye. Yeah, a little, it's a little pronunciation joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was not expecting Popeye. I have to, I have to admit, that is not. I mean, Facebook can give you just about anything these days. Yeah. Yeah. My voice is going too low. <laughs> straighten yourself out, Popeye. Not as young as I used to be. <laughs> yeah, I think that the best thing you can do is aggressively consume other types of media. Just scramble the algorithm. Oh, yeah. Just... Sometimes I do that to get better Google ads. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like if they're giving me ads for medication or women's <laughs> exercise clothing... <laughs> Or things in Spanish. For context, I don't speak Spanish. That's an important thing to know. I'll just, you know, look up some camera equipment or uh, some cars and hope that straightens out the uh, algorithm. Does it work? Sometimes. But sometimes you still get the leggings? Yeah, the leggings are curiously persistent. I thought they would have gone out of fashion by now. Yeah, I think I think your best bet, David, is to... Uh, What's it been, 10 years? For leggings? Yeah. I think so. I think they were first marketed as, like, yoga pants. Uh, I remember yoga pants. They're comfy. Ah, middle school. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I definitely wore yoga pants in middle school. Wow. The flared, the flared yoga pants. Oh, boy. They were comfy. With the, uh, and then there was the... Colorful waist. Yep, yep. The fold-over colorful waistband. What a choice. I had a couple of those. Never really worked out for me, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think your best bet, David, is to uh, aggressively consume other media. Or not other media, it has to be on Facebook. Like a couple new pages. Um, watch their videos. Look up some of your favorite bands, see if they've been posting... Yeah. You know, concert videos. Some of your favorite bands. A couple of your favorite comedians, maybe. Get into their stuff. Just just scramble it. That's that's the best I got. 
Who knows what that algorithm really does? Only Zuckerberg himself. The man who is the computer. I think the algorithm has surpassed Zuckerberg at this point and is slowly gaining sentience of its own. You don't understand. Oh, Zuckerberg is the sentient algorithm? He always was. Oh, no! Oh, it's too late! All right. Here's another one from... Let's see, who's it from? Oh, it's David. David says... (laughs) (laughs) David, in our inbox again. Dear advisors, I recently got married, which was going great. Until recently, my wife suggested that we go on a date. How do I tell my wife that I couldn't possibly go on a date with a married woman? (laughs) And that not having to date is half the reason I got married. (laughs) I mean, I think she'll understand. You sound like a, a man of integrity, you know? And she she probably understands that a man of integrity is who she married. <sighs> My gosh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think she just doesn't quite understand the situation. I mean, I would <laughs> that be not having to date is half the reason. I... <laughs> yeah, I would be. I would be both dismayed and alarmed <laughs> if you were actively dating married women. <laughs> it's just the not not the right thing to do. But when it's your wife, she's married to him. Yeah, that makes it worse. How? How how does that make it worse? Well, he's a married man. Not only would he be (laughs) dating married women, but he himself is married. Oh, my gosh. I think the worst part of dating, at least from my perspective, is the uncertainty. Just kind of sucks. Like, you never know. It's hard to meet people, first of all, during a global pandemic. Can I, you know, shout out to all the single people out there who are trying to date during a global pandemic. It is not easy. Yes, as Beyonce said, put your hands up. Put your hands up. We won't be able to see you, but you'll know. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 that brings um, me back to middle school. <laughs> so dating dating is the worst because of uncertainty. Because it's hard to meet people. It's hard to meet people you like. It's hard to meet people that you like that you would also be romantically interested in. So that whole thing is just a mess right there. And then you have to know what to do. Like where to go. How to behave. What to say. You don't know from one date to the next whether or not it's going to be any good. I will say there is a way to avoid all of that uncertainty. Don't date? Yep. How about, see, Gabe, I want to get married. You got me there. (laughs) My plan is to, to no longer be single. I would like to be double at some point in my life. Um... Two Alyssas? <laughs> Just not single. Um, since you are married, you, you only have the one option of the person to date. So that's, that's meeting people out. Don't have to worry about that. You have a wife. That's the only person. And then, you know, you don't have to really worry about how it's going to go because you're already married. There's a commitment there. 
you know, so that's, that's out. You don't have to worry about that either. Uh, so I think most of the horribleness of dating is, is gone. I think, I think perhaps this, this brave new world of dating, uh, a married woman that you are married to, I'm gonna specify there, could be fun. I think it could be a good time. Yeah, just give it a try. Maybe get to know each other a bit more. Yeah, see where and, it goes. And, uh, who knows? Maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe you'll continue to be married. Okay, I think, I think that's solidly answered. This next segment is called, You're Asking Us? You're Asking Us? You're Asking Us? Why? Wherein we attempt to answer a question that we are extremely unqualified to answer. It's from David. Okay. Dear NGJF, It's difficult for me to go to sleep before midnight, but my wife likes to go to bed before 10. Likewise, she wakes up between 4 and 6, and I wake up like a normal human being. How can we spend more time spend time together without constant fatigue? Sincerely, Exhausted Pigeon, aka David. I would say it's probably easier for one of you to push your bedtime forward. So, one of you. Yes. Obviously, We're not obviously, who. it would be it would probably be easier for your wife to uh um <laughs> gradually move her bedtime closer to yours. You um, think so? However, it is equally feasible for you to, over the course of, say, two weeks, gradually move your bedtime later and later <laughs> until it reaches your hers. Because let's be honest, going the other way, it just doesn't happen. Just not going to happen. Wait, okay, you lost me in there. So he can't go to sleep before midnight. Right. She likes to go to bed before 10. Right. Okay, so he would push his earlier. So, yes. N no. Either she would push her bedtime later, or he would push his bedtime later to match up with hers. But her bedtime is earlier than his. Right. I'm confused. So his bedtime would go midnight, then 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., until he comes around again to 10 p.m. Okay, so you're saying there's no way that he could move it the other direction. No, of course not. Have you ever tried that? Yeah. Doesn't work. It does for me. Well, you're a woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly are you implying there? Because even I'm not sure. Neither am I. <laughs> Were you just citing the most obvious difference between us? Yes. <laughs> you know what else? You're short. <laughs> I'm not actually that short. You're not that short, but you're shorter than me. It must have. You it know must. What? You know must what? Must influence it. You wouldn't understand. You have bluish, greenish, hazelish eyes. Gray. Ten out of ten. Hold Good on. Job. Oh, oh gosh. Greenish. Greenish, yeah. My my eyes are ambiguous color-wise. And that's why I can go to bed earlier. <laughs> so, you've actually successfully moved your bedtime backward? Yeah. It takes, like, I don't know, you have to do it really incrementally and, like, be kind to yourself and not beat yourself up too much about going to bed maybe a little bit later than you wanted to. Like last week, 
Saturday and went to bed at midnight and then Sunday night I went to bed at like 11.45 and then last night I went to bed at 11.30 and so gradually over the course of the rest of this week presuming that I do a good job tonight and go to bed at like 11.15 I'll get my bedtime to like 10.30, 11 o'clock which is right about where I want it. Of course, the alternative to either of these options is just accept that you won't spend any time awake with each other. And just savor those moments when you can each watch the other sleep. When it's does not she get creepy. Home from work? It's not creepy if you're married. That's true. It's sweet if you're married. I like to just wake up and watch him sleep. It's like, aw, that's cute. But like, without the married part... It's a little creepy. It's very creepy, actually. 100% more creepy. I'm just wondering, what are you doing up until 10? Because don't you... Aren't there hours in between? Like, say you get off work at 5. I'm assuming you have job. Have a job. I actually don't know. Say, say you get off at, like, 5. That's 5 hours between 5 and 10. Or 6. There's 4 hours there. You can spend time together then, right? Well, only if you don't have tennis lessons mm. or a bowling group. Ah. You don't have to go fishing with the guys. Cause you know, when you go fishing with the guys... <laughs> Doesn't fishing usually happen in the morning? Is well, it? sure, but, you know, in this busy day and age... Right. Sometimes it has to get bumped to yeah. the evening. Exactly. Also, that's when the fish least expect it. Yeah, you gotta surprise them. That's the trick. That's the real trick. They're starting to get wise. All these years. All these hundreds of years of us fishing. They're starting to get wise to it. I suppose if you do have extracurricular activities, maybe do them together? What if they went to tennis lessons together? Oh yeah, then they could play tennis against each other. Yeah, that's a good bonding activity. Sure, sure. 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 My dad and I are always really nice to each other whenever we play tennis together. And they could come away with posh accents. I know I did. Yeah. Is it... Should I... Should one I... time, one time, we were having pizza at the same time, shortly after one of your tennis lessons. And you said, Could you pass the red pepper flags? <laughs> if I had a posh accent... That is not how it would sound. You're right. You spent time living in England. You I would actually sound like lived this. there. No! Oh, oh, no! <laughs> no! Awfully sorry, but could you pass the red pepper flags? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry to bother you. <laughs> terribly, terribly sorry. <laughs> What am I? I'm like. <laughs> and then in the mornings you could wake up and there would be your wife having just finished watching you sleep. And she would say, Awfully sorry about <laughs> No, wait, because she's American. <laughs> oh, good morning, dear. You don't even snore. <laughs> You weren't even snoring last night. Oh, I love you. Goodbye. I'm leaving now. 
because the only time that our schedules overlap is in the early morning and the late evening. <laughs> Apparently Gabe has never spoken to a human woman, uh, which is strange because I'm right here. Who are you? <laughs> what are you? Gabe, I am a human woman. And apparently, that's why I can move my bedtime earlier. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the best way to fix that. Why'd you ask us? I think we have time for one more question. Oh, goody. Who's it from? It is uh, from David, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, Dear NGJF, in most social circles, my contribution was being the comic relief. But in recent years, I've been hanging out with funnier and funnier people. Now that my friends don't need me to be funny, how can I ensure I'm still contributing to the group? Cordially, bruh. <laughs> Is that actually what he wrote? Bruh. Bruh. Well, my first instinct would be to say, um, you can't ensure that you're still contributing to the group. Mm. I was going to say, get funnier. That's hard. It's really hard. It's true. Uh, I recently became friends with someone who doesn't think I'm funny. What? Yeah. It's so confusing. And I don't know what to do. And so... Now we're asking Gabe's question. What I, should Gabe do? What do you do? They can't... They can't talk... They can't answer. Oh. This is recorded. I know. I just... Uh, it was a Dora moment. I'm sorry. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> we made it across the rocky bridge, <laughs> through the echo bush. Now where do we go? That's right. Grandma's house. <laughs> Did you say... Grandma's house? No. Muy it bien. Be, it'd be Abuela's house. Oh, that's right. Abuela's house. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know this so well? Have you been watching Dora the Explorer recently? I have little brothers. Oh, okay. And I also, like, Dora was a new thing when I was quite small. Huh. I used to watch Dora all the time, but I do not... I didn't remember the sound effects until you, like, triggered the memory. What are you doing? Is that Swiper? Aw, <laughs> oh, man. No, wait. I have to say Swiper, no swiping three times first. Did you hear something? Over there! Over there! No, that's Blue's Clues. Oh, sorry. I watched a lot of Blue's Clues. That sounds like Swiper. He's that... behind you! No, that's Blue's Clues again. What? I thought that was pantomime. The children are always silent in Dora. Ugh! Fine. I was being the children. That sneaky fox is always trying to take our stuff. If you say, if you see Swiper, then you say Swiper. There he is! <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Dora say, the Explorer. Everyone say Swiper no swiping. Swiper no swiping. Swiper, no swiping. And if they could get it in three times, then they succeeded. Aw, man. Aw, man. You would scurry away. But if you didn't say swiper, no swiping three times, 
And he would, he would say, steal it. He would steal it and he would say, you're too late. That's where I come from. You say that all the time. Oh, I just thought it was a weird game thing. But no, it's from Dora the Explorer. Okay, that, at least a part of that has to stay in because of my epiphany. You're too late. You'll never get your kite now. I can't believe that was a Dora the Explorer. I've known you for like so many years like three years yeah, now three years now three years three years now. and you've been saying that the whole time it was two when we started this podcast and now it's three four episodes later <laughs> well you could be depressing Ooh, yeah like debbie downer and honestly that might make you funnier because the thing about funny people <laughs> is Here they tend babe. to be depressed Gabe has every, a theory about stand-up comics. Yes, every single one of my stand-up comedian friends is depressed. All of them. And the what thing, happens the thing about being the other depressed, day? Yeah. The thing about being depressed is that the more depressed you are as a comedian, the funnier sad things are. Sad things just become funny. I remember when you did a stand-up comedy routine. You weren't there. I know, but I remember you posted about it. Yeah, that's true. It was all about Blue's Clues. Was it actually? It actually was, yes. Oh, man, I wish I'd seen that. I love Blue's Clues. They did a Christmas party. You Probably should... never do it again. Oh, I want to hear it. It only works for a, an audience of people our age, you know? I'm an audience of people our age. And how old are you? David, I think you have to accept that there's going to be a new spot for you in the group maybe you can be the guy who bakes or you could be the straight man as opposed to the funny man yes as opposed to the funny man not yes. as opposed to the gay man yes not as opposed to the gay man although since you are married to a woman if you are hanging out with a group of gay men you would be, you the, would straight be the straight man, man. and yes. you could also be the other kind of straight man yes yeah you'd be very straight super straight Straight on a couple of counts. Ooh, mmm. Shave my face without straight <laughs> razor. Because of straight razor. Uh, and if you stand up straight, that's that's three straights. I think, David, um, I don't know. My best advice in situations like this is um, give up, accept your lot in life. Or, or instead of being the comic relief, you could be just part of an ensemble comedic cast. That's true. Every group of comedians needs the one who's not as funny as the others. That's true. If, if we're swinging away full caliber, all of the caliber, all the time, yeah. then uh, the audience gets tired. You need a little break, a little chuckle. And who knows, maybe if you spend enough time being the least funny one in the group, you'll get noticed by the people at SNL. <laughs> Vicious. Well, I think there's that question answered. I think that's it. That's us. That's, that's all we have end. from David. That's, that's it. That's all. That's all we have from David. That's the end of it. That's it. And after this, we have two more questions in the inbox. So, and then we go to Yahoo Answers. <laughs> yeah. So please, uh, please send us your questions, uh, if you have them, at our 
email, which is notgoodjustfreeadvice at gmail.com. That's notgoodjustfreeadvice, all one word, at gmail.com. We'll do our best. Yeah, and thank you so much for listening to Not Good, Just Free. If you're still here after all this time, after all the erraticness of our episodes, uh, or if you're brand new, we're happy to have you. Uh, I'm still Alyssa. And I'm still Gabriel. Please share us with your friends and tune in for a few more episodes, because who knows? Maybe we'll get back into the groove and be as funny as we were in episode two. (laughs) Episode two was a good time. Yes. And above all, remember, if you disagree with any of our advice... Uh, You're probably right. It wasn't wasn't very good. But it was free. It was free. It was free. It was free.